1: can score with the Jim Allen Group at thejagadvantage.com. Equal housing opportunity. That was a cool night last night at PNC Arena where NC State played in front of their 83 championship team. It was the 40th anniversary for that team. And they were all there. Well, I mean, those that could be. R.I.P. to... Uh, Lorenzo Charles, who passed away a couple of years ago, uh, but Thurl Bailey was there. Derek Wittenberg, Sidney Lowe, Terry Gannon, Ernie Myers, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of friends of ours, to be honest. And look, that's one of the classic Cinderella teams. That was only a Cinderella because of circumstance. They were good. You could, I mean, Thurl Bailey played a long time in the NBA. He was a really good NBA player. They had all the pieces, all of them. They had shooting. They had defense. They had depth. They had size, and they had a great young coach in Jim Valvano. So, um, but they, they honored them last night, and then they went out and uh, played a really, really good, a good team, and played a really good game. And what we had a lot of contrast in our basketball last night. We had. T- We have breaking news. I've just been handed this. Uh Uh-oh. Yes. So, uh, you know, we have the NHL trade deadline, uh, which is, I believe, sometime next week. And it appears that Slavin has been traded to Anaheim. (gasps) What? Yes. No, 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 not, not our slaven. Oh, oh, okay. No, 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 Ooh. no, no, no. Uh, Josiah Slavin. Ah. The Chicago <laughs> Blackhawks have traded Jacob's brother to the Ducks for, I don't know, something. Wow. Well, that's very Blackhawky of them to give up a I can't believe you would trade a Slavin. I know, what's wrong with Do you? Do you have any idea what this could become? <sighs> Idiots. So, you know, they have Seth Jones' brother, too. They have Seth Jones and Seth Jones' brother. They don't have Jacob Slavin. Uh, And now they don't have Josiah Slavin. Maybe it was a case where, uh, well, we can't get Jacob, so we're going to dump Josiah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I thought. I put that out on Twitter, and I said, I wonder if Canes fans will get mad right away. And no, they did not. Smarter than that. Because they know that Jacob Slavin's not being traded. Maybe ever. I know. Like, I'm not kidding. There are certain players who I believe it is the plan of the organization to have them play here forever. Yeah. And I think that Jacob Slavin is one of those players. There's a few of them on the roster right now. That doesn't mean it's going to work out because the players at some point will have the ability to determine that on their own. Mm So, uh, you know, Slavin will be a free agent in three years' time. Too soon. He's got, well, two, yeah, well, you got next year and the year after mm-hmm. on his current contract. There's a lot of guys who are free after next season. Yikes. Like, have you, here, real quick, because I brought it up, here's the list of Hurricanes who are free after next season. There's a couple of important ones this year, but uh, after next year, Sebastian Ajo, Tevo Teravainen, Brett Pesci, Brady Shea. Seth Jarvis is un- is restricted. I think Martin natures is also restricted. Mm. But they'll be they have to be re-signed because their contracts are up. But those first four are all unrestricted free agents after next season. And people you don't want to not see on the team, right? <laughs> I would. Yes, exactly. So there's a lot. There's a lot of things. This. When Tom Dundon says, we're trying to get better now, but not at the expense of down the road. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of things to process. How much are these players going to cost? What will the salary cap look like? What will our structure be? blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So uh, anyway, it was I, if I could give another podcast, a plug, Frank Saravali from Daily Faceoff, did an interview with Tom Dundon. It's about 35 minutes. I listened to it yesterday and I think it's incredibly a, a very honest assessment of the organization. They're trying to do things. There there's some rumors out there now, Craig Smith from Boston, uh who would be probably somebody to slot in on a fourth line. And if I was wagering on what Carolina will do between now and the trade deadline, it will be i think improvements on the margins which you know depth forward i think craig smith who hasn't had a good year at all i think craig smith's a pretty good player somebody who can score around the uh, around the goal he operates pretty well between the hash marks uh, but has not had a good year for boston but he's also not playing in a uh an important role for them yeah uh, and i think they'll add at the very least, depth on defense, but maybe somebody who can actually play. So, that's where I, what I think they will do. I know they've got a lot of cap room. Mm-hmm. I know what they have. I don't think they will add a ton. I really don't. Uh, but, it's there for them. Mm-hmm. And also, Tom Dundon told us the other day that they want to bring Max Pacioretty back. Now, yeah. he may just be, like, talking about that. But I think... I don't think they're going to invest long-term money in Max Pacioretty. He hasn't played a full season in 5 years. Yikes. So. Wow, 5 years. Yes. Yeah. And he's 33 already, so that the the likelihood is that that's not going to improve. Yeah, it's going to work again so, for sure. So. Would they do a 1-year deal for decent money? I think they would but I don't think they would extend beyond I really don't. I don't think they would extend even to two years for with all those play, other players I mentioned that have yeah, yeah, to be signed. No, yeah, I don't no. think they're going to throw a lot of money in the Max Patchy ready. <laughs> all right, uh, we got a bunch of things to do, so let's go. I apologize if I scared anybody with the whole slave and trade at the Anaheim thing. Uh, both North Carolina and NC State picked up big wins last night. And there is something shockingly similar about the wins, other than they are digits in the win column. I'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Shockingly identical about the two wins. Hmm. In the case of the Tar Heels, they overcame Notre Dame's, I think it was 63 59 in a game that saw the Heels score 19 first half points. Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. You have a 401k, but you're changing jobs. You're taking that 401k with you. Next step. Well, a lot of people leave it behind, which is not a good thing. I mean, if you're not at the company anymore, your 401k shouldn't either. And that's when it's time for my 401k survival. Oh, oh look box at that! Set. You see it right here. I got <laughs> workbooks, guidebooks, DVDs in here that explain everything about your 401k. More importantly, how to build a lifetime income. It's a three hundred dollar value. I'm also going to give you a total retirement plan, which is a thousand dollar value for the next eighteen of you who call right now. No cost or obligation. Call. 888-843-0013 or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Nineteen points in 20 wow. minutes. Wow. Yes. Well, Notre Dame is notorious for having a great defensive squad. No, they're not. They're not. Lowest Carolina output output in the shot clock era for a, for a half, I'm told. I know, I, I'm not documenting that personally, but that's what I was told. I read that. State, however, was the opposite. More than 100 points were scored on the board in the game against Wake Forest by halftime. Wow. Right? Wow. The final was like 90 to 76, but it's like 52 48 or 54 48 at half. Nice. Like one game had like almost the, that. The basket had a hole at the top, <laughs> yeah. and one game didn't, Did apparently. Not. Or it was the carnival basket one. Maybe it was. a little, they, like, oval. <laughs> Carolina and Notre Dame were playing at the Indiana State Fair. Who knew? Yeah. So, yeah, it were two completely different games. Jarkel Joyner went for 29 for the second straight game. He was, again, outstanding. I keep saying it. I know how good Turquavian Smith is. Jarkel Joyner is NC State's best player. He is their best player. And if I were voting, and I have not, I don't believe I'm on any panel to vote for all ACC teams, but we'll put out our own team, I would vote for Jarkel over Turquavian Smith. I'm not going to say for first team because I haven't really spent any time thinking about who the best five players are in the league. But I will put... I will vote, I would vote for Jar before I would vote for Tukwavian Smith. And I don't say that in any denigrating way. I love Smith as a player, love him. But Joyner's uh, state's best player. And I don't like whether it's close or not, doesn't matter. He is clearly their best player. DJ Burns was outstanding again 21 points, eight of 11 field goal shooting. There were two injuries last night that to varying degrees, could be troubling. Uh, NC State lost Jack Clark again. Um, He was going in for a dunk. There was a wake player in the vicinity, and Clark tried to hang on the rim, but his hand, he slipped off the rim as he was swinging back, and he, I mean, he hit the floor hard. Most people thought he hurt his head. Oh. Well, because he he did. Maybe he did also. Yeah. But... When he came back to the bench, he had his left shoulder in a sling oh, or yikes. left arm in a sling. Your shoulder actually can't be in it. Can your shoulder? I don't know. His arm was in a sling, so I don't know if he hurt his arm. It didn't look like he hurt his arm, but it was a, it was an awkward. It looked painful. Not good fall. Yeah. So no, 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 no good at all. Damari Monsanto, who is Wake's one of I mean, is he Wake's best player. Maybe his most, their most explosive scorer who had a great first half. He hurt his knee, looked like a non-contact injury, and he had to be helped off. He came back to the bench. He was in uniform when he came back to the bench, but I didn't notice if he was you know, using crutches or anything. I didn't pay that kind of attention to it, but hopefully Monsanto is okay because, again, I think Wake is legit. Uh, Wolfpack are 12 and 6 in the league, 22 and 7 overall. I don't believe they've ever won more than 12 ACC games in a given season. Wow. Well, look at them go. No, they, no I think the State's very good. Yeah. Um, 22 and 7 overall is like the most wins they've had in almost, what, 25 some odd years? It's 25 years? No, it's, it's 35, like 30, since the late 80s. Um, I think 22 wins, the most wins in a regular season. I think they've. Uh, they've gone ahead of that in when you include postseason, but here's the impressive part to me about NC State, and I alluded to it already. Wake, I think Wake Forest's good, like legitimately good, because I think if you watch the Demon Deacons, I think you see an NCAA tournament team. I believe that they are good enough to be an NCAA tournament team, and in the field, beat teams. And I'm not talking about beat the champion of the Northeast Conference. I'm saying beating a team that is in the middle of the pack in any league. They are good enough to do it. They've got uh, quickness on the perimeter. They've got shooting. They've got ball handling. They've got size. They've got a ton of stuff. Steve Forbes is a great basketball coach. So, I watch him. I see an NCAA tournament team. And... For NC State to get back up after beating North Carolina, where I know how state fans probably went into that game. Man, Wake's good. Just beat UNC. I wouldn't be surprised if. Now, part of that is the general pessimism of a state fan. But human nature, it's just not easy to recover, to bounce back from what really was a big emotional win. And State seemed engaged right away. So did Wake, by the way. Again, that was a high-level offensive basketball game in the first half. And then it settled into a good, just a good college basketball game where the better team, State, won. And they were comfortably in front for pretty much the last 10 minutes of the game. I think the closest it got was five. And as soon as it got to five... State just ball- away with it. state just Ballooned it up and that was uh, That was that. Here's Kevin Keats Basically on what I was discussing The, just bouncing back Yeah, I,
0: I, I didn't worry About because we just played um, Carolina and beat them I just, I really, you know, it, it was a lot of things That was going against us um, Wake's good, they'd won 3 out of 4 It's a 9 o'clock game um, Everything surrounding The 83 team, which was great uh, I just, I worried about the stuff that I couldn't control and our guys ended up just playing really, really hard. And I thought the first half was a horse game and, you know, who could get the 51st? We actually got the 52 and they had 46. And I think both teams were shooting in the high 60s. And uh, I thought we were better second half.
1: What did you feel like you changed about your defense? They were, uh, so I I got it wrong. It was 52-46, it wasn't 54-48. At some point it was (laughs) 54-48. So there weren't 100 points scored, there were 98 points scored, and I apologize for getting that wrong. But a good solid quad three win for NC State. Yeah, that's what it was. A quad three win. So the committee's unimpressed. Wake Forest now 81st in the net. Wow. State won a big game. Against a good team, and are lower in the net today than they were at the start of the week. Just this file, just file that away. Before we get to UNC's big win, I want to play a mental exercise, okay? And we're gonna we're go, going to cover North Carolina's win at Notre Dame. Uh, Tar Heel fans aren't necessarily anxious to talk about it, anyway. So, but uh, we'll, we are going to get to it. So here's the mental exercise, and if you're if you didn't realize this, Virginia lost by 15 at Boston College last night. By the way, uh, in our four team ACC parlay, we won the first two games. Oh, there you go. And we well, lost. And the we rest. lost the we lost the, ah, the second. Two. We <laughs> lost the state. State. Uh, I thought Wake would cover, and I thought North Carolina would cover, and they didn't. Ugh. Anyway, uh, so Virginia, first place in the ACC, went to Boston College trying to see where they like uh 12th place in the ACC and lost by 15. So here's the mental exercise I want to play and it ties into our poll question for today. I'll tell you the poll question in a second. What if Georgia, let's say we're in November of early November in college football and Georgia goes to Missouri, Missouri is Four and six at the time. Right? Georgia goes to Missouri and loses. How are we talking about that? Not how are we talking about it. How is SEC country talking about that win or that loss for Georgia? I promise you it is this. Oh, man. SEC football is so deep. Yeah. (laughs) Right? And that's how people are going to process it. Man, you just can't take any, you can't take your eye off the ball in the SEC, man. Oh, even Missouri can come get you. That's how they're talking about it. And everybody in the world knows that that's true. That's how it will be spun. We have plenty of history on this. When uh, when the SEC can't play offense because they don't have good quarterbacks, oh, man, tough defense in the SEC. It's never that, you know, we're just not that good. It's a down year. It's never that. It's always, we have to explain how great we are somehow, even if we're just okay. By the way, nobody is hiding that this is not a vintage ACC basketball season. But I saw this last night from ACC people. What a terrible look for the ACC. Why is it a terrible look that Virginia lost at Boston College for the ACC? If anything, it's a terrible look for Virginia. Not a terrible look for NC State. But that's how we do this. And that has to stop. Because, especially when we do it, we allow other people to do it. Mm -hmm. And if you think it doesn't matter, you're crazy. Because when the narrative is such, when the narrative is, well, SEC football, man, every team is great. Then every single one of their wins gets value. But right now, the ACC sucks. So every loss is like an, It's like Armageddon. Blown way out of proportion. I'm not saying that Boston College is good. That ain't the point. I am not hiding from... That's a bad loss for Virginia. But it's not a bad loss for the ACC. So why can't we say this? You know what? You go on the road in the ACC, you can lose to anybody. That's how we should be talking about it. But I promise you that we're not. And that is a problem. That is my soapbox. (laughs) All right. Now, real quick, before we talk about uh, Carolina's win. Do you remember I said there was something eerily similar, actually identical, between NC State and North Carolina's wins? They were both quad three wins last night. Wow. So Carolina's quad three win... Is the same as State's quad three win, and therein lies the problem. Yeah. Wow. Here I, we are. Like that's that's what we're dealing with. And on the team sheet, when they list quad one, quad two, quad th- oh, look at that. State and Carolina on the same night. Oh, look at the uh, the symbolism there. The symmetry, not symbolism. Symmetry. They each had a quad three. They're win. even. Yeah. So. There you go. And I'm, I'm going to do this every day. Every day we're going to do this. We are going to point out the silliness of all of this. All right, now to North Carolina's tougher than it needed to be win over Notre Dame. Halftime score was 27-19 Irish. Whew. 19 points on 18% shooting in 20 minutes. Heels had, I believe, 17 points in the first eight eight minutes of the second half. Oh, by the way, I never used Steve Forbes, did I? We're going to bring that back in a second. Uh, Hubert Davis on the difference in the second half, which was much better, but not exactly a Picasso uh, that in the second half than in the first half.
0: He played harder, energy, effort, passion. Um, obviously, uh, um, we rebounded the ball extremely well. I thought defensively, for the, we were really good. I thought in the second half, we took care of the basketball. We had zero assists and eight turnovers in the first half. Second half, we only had one turnover and eight assists. And so I thought that was huge. And then at the end of the day, you know, guys just kind of step up and make plays. And um, Armando, RJ, Caleb, Leakey, Pete, all of them on both ends of the floor made numerous plays um, to give us a chance uh, to win.
1: Um. They were lucky. Carolina was lucky that they're good at offensive rebounding. 40, they rebounded 48% of their misses last night. There were plenty of misses to get. So they got a bunch of extra extra possessions and late in the game, it was the offensive rebounding that really was the difference in the game. But it was a game they couldn't lose. They didn't lose. So you move on and you hope that look, it's not like they haven't won. It's, it's not like Carolina was on a 12-game losing streak. It's been a rough go. They had lost five of six, but again, it wasn't a, a six-game losing streak. No. They lost two in a row. So it's not like they haven't they don't remember how. They're just not playing all that well. They did hit some big shots. RJ Davis hit a couple of very, very big shots difficult shots and maybe that'll get him going personally I think he's been uh, the guy that is most noticeable to me in that it has he hasn't played as well down the stretch here as he has at pockets of this season and certainly last season Caleb Love is exactly the same player that he was a, a year ago for me Armando Bacot is the same player albeit probably with more attention um, they don't obviously have Brady Manic Pete Nance isn't quite Brady Manic Uh, There are other players I'd like to see get more out of, but uh, we haven't seen that. All right, back to uh, my rant about the system. And again, State and Carolina both picked up quad three wins last night. You decide which was more impressive. Here's Steve Forbes, whose Wake Forest Demon Deacons are 81st today in the net.
0: Maybe we need to do a better job of talking about our league as coaches. I think we should all be supporting each other. I'm so happy for Kevin. And he turned the state. He had a hard – we came in here and won last year, and we got him in our place. But he came here and swept us. And, and I know he was feeling some heat. He's doing a hell of a job. Just like John Shire is doing a hell of a job following a, a final a, – a legend. It would be like following John Wooden. Would you, would you want to do that? Gene Barto lasted two years doing that, <laughs> and then he went to UAB and started a program. Okay, And he lost two games too. I don't know, man. I, I just think uh, we got a great product. We had some Hall of Fame coaches retired. Two two guys on Mount Rushmore. There's going to be a little bit of that, but it can't be me because, and it can't be Mike Young. So it's got to be some of these other guys that you know are that are um, have accomplished a lot. In this league, I'm just trying to get our program back to being competitive and respectful. Respectful, and I think we're getting there, but we're not where I want to be. And so I'm am disappointed, in, you know, in this game tonight because again, and like you know, like Josh said, we had two opportunities that Miami at here tonight to win a quad one game. We didn't do it. We don't get quad one games at home. We're not at the Big Twelve. Every game in the Big Twelve is a quad one. Don't ask me how, but it is. So we don't get that.
1: So we got to go on the road. Yeah. And, And the problem is that we rely on those numbers. We rely on those categories because that's what the committee relies upon. Now, do they... Will the committee look at the two wins from last night identically, states and Carolinas? No, I don't think so. I don't think they're dumb. But... Look at how these categories are referred to. All I heard was going into last night, Carolina's zero for blank in quad one wins, zero and nine or zero and eight in quad one. I actually think Carolina picked up a quad one win last night without having a or, or uh, was it a quad one win or a quad one? Uh, no, no, uh, yeah, a, a quad one loss. Actually, they added another quad one loss because Miami became a quad one loss again cuz Miami is now uh 27th in the net so in chapel hill that was a quad one opportunity how did you lose a quad one game last night when you were winning yeah look it's, the whole thing is a joke I'm, I'm 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 using this to make a point um the way we rank teams and if somebody says well what about the rpi was it isn't it better than the rpi they're all, they're all trash. The way we rank teams is crazy. It's way, too, it's way too absolute. How about this? In a sport where we don't have nearly enough data anyway. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. We use, more than anything, we use our eyeballs to rank teams. College football, right? The top 25, the playoff ranking, those are eyeballs. They watch the games and they come up with, you know, we make fun of that too. We're always going to make fun of rankings. But it's a whole lot closer to being really accurate than what we have. Then what? Then what? The committee relies upon, and this is even things like Ken Palm and and other, you know, BPI or whatever they are. There's you're just not going to convince me that there's that big a difference between the Big Twelve, as Steve Forbes pointed out, and the ACC. Just not going to convince me. I'm not saying the ACC is better than them. Not don't don't accuse me of that. I think the Big Twelve is better, but. I don't think that you could drive a Mac truck through the gulf and that's the way it's being discussed and that's what the metrics say because the metrics just say oh seven quad one opportunities at home and in the ACC you would be lucky to get one you're just set you're set up to fail yeah and the uh it's it's harder to win on the road than it is to win at home and you don't get the credit for winning at home